Hello everyone, I'm Paris Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to 12 O'Clock High, a podcast on business leadership with Tom Fox, hosted by Richard Lummis. What makes a great leader? Is it genetic or can you learn leadership skills? Join Tom Fox and Richard Lummis in this podcast, where they consider leadership from a wide variety of perspectives, academic, behavioral science, history, popular culture, the movies, and much more. You'll learn about specific tactics and strategies that you can bring to your own leadership toolkit. 12 O'Clock High is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. In this episode of 12 O'Clock High, a podcast on business leadership, we review an article in the Harvard Business Review by Grant Harris on how to brief senior leadership. We find lots of lessons for the compliance professional and business executive and really anyone who needs to participate in a meeting. Hello, this is Richard Lummis. I'm here with Tom Fox for another episode of 12 O'Clock High, a podcast about leadership. In these discussions, we draw what we hope are interesting examples from our own experiences, history, business, literature, and politics, to examine what constitutes good leadership and extract lessons we can use to improve our own leadership skills. Welcome back, Tom. Thank you, Richard. Today, we're going to discuss an article from the November 2020 Harvard Business Review by Grant T. Harris titled, How to Brief a Senior Executive. Harris's primary interest is in international relations and global business, and he's currently CEO of Connect Frontier, a consultancy that advises companies and organizations on strategy, policy, and mitigating risk with respect to doing business in emerging and frontier markets. He's an adjunct professor of global management at the Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern University and a lecturer at the Haas School of Business at UC Berkeley, where he teaches on doing business in emerging markets. He previously served as special assistant to the president and senior director for African affairs at the White House under Barack Obama from 2011 to 2015. Previously, he was an attorney at the law firm Cleary Gottlieb Steen and Hamilton, where he focused on cross-border transactions in Latin America. He also served in the African affairs directorate at the White House under Bill Clinton and the U.S. mission to the United Nations under Richard Holbrooke. He's got a law degree from Yale, a master's in public affairs from Princeton, and a BA from UC Berkeley. Tom, what did you learn from this article, and what else can you add from your own experience about uh, briefing senior executives? Well, Richard, the thing that I learned uh, from this article is that uh, before you go into the boardroom or before you brief the senior executive is as important as the briefing itself. And, And I'm not talking about the information or research or report you've drafted or even the PowerPoint slide deck if you've gone down down that dark side. I'm talking about uh, getting ready to talk to, Harris identified, I think, are four points uh, to uh, plan uh, or prepare for your uh, presentation. Uh, number one, identify the crucial nodder. Uh, he says that uh, almost at every, every uh, crucial uh, moment in a briefing, Whoever the senior executive is, whether it be the CEO, whether it be the chairman of the board, will look to a trusted advisor and have some sort of uh, signal, whether it be facial expression, whether it be a raising of a finger, raising of a pen, uh, that your your idea, your proposal is sound and that it should be moved forward. And so uh, identifying the crucial nodder is one. Two, uh, know your boss's tells. Uh, that means uh, when the boss has lost interest, uh, you need to understand that. When uh, the boss wants you to take a deeper dive, you need to understand that. 
when uh, the boss um, wants you to step back and give a 30,000-foot view rather than go into the weeds, uh, you need to do that. And most importantly, uh, negative signals. Uh, So when it's time to wrap up, when it's time uh, that, uh, unfortunately, whatever you said is not resonating, you need to pivot. You need to understand the boss's tells. And uh, so that is clearly one. Um, How does your boss engage with material? Um, This one is as varied as the number of potential personalities you can brief. Do they want a PowerPoint? Do they want people to have read the material? Will he have read or she have read the material? Um, How will they be ready to receive the information that uh, you put together? And and many of us have done this, have spent literally hundreds of hours uh, preparing the best PowerPoint, the best report, the best something, and you're compressed into a a 20-minute, 15-minute, 10-minute, or even a five-minute presentation. You have to know how the boss is going to gauge. And then um, the last part, uh, the last one rather, is uh, as prescient as the first three, which is plan for gradations of success and failure. Uh, many, uh, many times when you prepare a presentation, because uh, you are so close to it, you cannot see that there can be uh, both successes and failures, and um, that what you might call a failure might actually be a success. It may be a gradation of success that you uh, uh, didn't want. Nevertheless, it could be a success to move forward. Also, what's deemed a failure uh, may be uh, an opportunity for additional research, additional briefing, or something else. So you need to be able to understand, and it may be very nuanced. It may be very subtle. Uh, It could be as something as um, direct as you've asked for X, uh, someone else has suggested Y, and the boss comes back with Z. Uh, which is in the middle. So it it can be a variety of things, but at that point you need to be ready to uh, move on and um, you either live to fight another day, uh, you keep your idea alive to fight another day, I should say. Uh, You could uh, say the boss just completely buys off and he wants you to go bigger, faster. Uh, You need to be ready and have prepared mentally to answer those kinds of questions. And if you get a limited victory, uh, accept your limited victory, uh, see what you can do with that, and uh, go forward. I think those are those are all uh, important parts. Um, now, I'm going to address what happens when you're in the room, or as you point out, uh, on the on the conference call. Conference calls, I think, are making this this part of uh, of briefing a lot, a lot more difficult. But one rule that is absolutely ironclad is you got to know your material cold. And one reason for that is because you should be reading the room and not your notes. We've all been in a presentation where a guy stands at the front of the room, turns around, and reads you the PowerPoint slides. That is not going to be an effective presentation. He needs to be looking around, seeing how people are responding to what he's saying, and be able to adjust his presentation on the fly. Um, And in order to do that, you've got to know this cold. I once worked with a guy who was always fiddling with his presentation until the very last minute. And there's simply no way you can know that stuff cold if it's constantly changing. Um, you need to you need to set it in stone and learn it and then start thinking about the variations on it that you were talking about. What if they come back with this? What if they come back with that? And how you're going to change it? What slides you'll skip if your time gets cut in half? Um, and and that, all that is, is critical because it enables you to focus on the people in the room or on the call. 
Um, they also suggest that you have someone else take notes that you don't do it yourself. Uh, this is the one area that I think video conference calls are great because you'll have a recording of it. Um, so you don't have to take notes at the time. You can simply be reading the people and responding to them. Secondly is stay focused. Um, this can also be rather difficult because people will frequently want to take you down a sidetrack that, um, that you don't want to go down. And so you have to try to be able to drag it back to, to your point and stay on track. If you're dealing with a very senior executive, that can be very difficult to do. Um, and then you have to practice the art of staying silent. Uh, this is incredibly uh, powerful. Um, it goes back to listening, but it's even more than that because it requires your focus. And it also feeds into the reading of the room and so forth. But um, the ability to simply, are there any questions, and then wait 30 seconds is actually fairly rare. People want to keep talking and fill that air. Um, but you need you need to practice the art of staying silent. Richard, for me... Uh... The part about uh, not simply your preparation, which you, you're absolutely right, you have to know this stuff down cold, but your preparation for the individuals, your preparation uh, for the, the room, your preparation for success and failure, your preparation for how your boss and the rest of the uh, group will ga- gauge the materials, I think uh, is incredibly important um, to, get, uh, to get yourself prepared. And then uh, your last point on staying silent, that that is an incredibly hard thing to do sometimes, but it's also can be, as you said, a very, a very powerful uh, tool going forward. So um, I found uh, a lot really to think about. And um, there was one phrase in there that I think really for me summed it up, uh, take cues, not notes. And obviously don't take notes but take the cues. So um, I really uh, enjoyed this article. I found it uh, very useful for a wide variety of meetings. It's probably applicable to every meeting. Well, I agree. The, um, the, the techniques are interesting. They're very valid, and we tend to overlook them. Um, you know, you're, you're focused on the font and the color of your presentation when that's not really what you should be focusing on. Uh, there are lots of books about how to create an effective presentation, but this article really points out that that's not the the driving force of selling your 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 project or whatever you're trying to sell that it's it's going to be you and it's going to be your ability to read and address the concerns of your audience not the, not what's on the screen that's it for now for Richard Lummis and Tom Fox and 12 o'clock high and we hope you'll join us next time Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you enjoyed this episode of 12 O'Clock High, a podcast on business leadership. Also, check out the uh, article that the podcast is uh, uh, based upon in the show notes. Please join us again for our next episode where uh, Richard Lummis and I will take another look at leadership. 12 O'Clock High, a podcast on business leadership, is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.